Well, good day to everyone. I want to welcome you. I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen to today's podcast. Either today you're tuning in to listen like you do weekly, faithfully, and I appreciate that. Uh, Or you're tuning in because I asked you to tune in somewhere else. Uh, So if you're listening to this, here's what you need to understand. Uh, And I'll post a link in the description of this podcast. I've uploaded a lesson or a walkthrough teaching, if you will, of something that the Lord has revealed to me over the past several months, really. And what I want to do on this podcast really briefly uh, is just kind of give you some insight, because what I want you to do is either listen to this podcast and then go watch the video, or if you're watching the video, I want you to pause the video and listen to this podcast so that you can get some understanding of kind of where I'm at, where I'm coming from, and uh, I'm just going to share a little bit of my story. Um, And you know, we have a responsibility as Christians, as born-again believers, to tell our story. Uh, I used to think for the longest time that the Great Commission uh, didn't... didn't... uh, belonged to me, so to speak. It wasn't something that I had to do to go make disciples. Uh, I didn't think that that was something I had to do. I thought for the longest time I could, you know, uh, cling to the coattails of my parents or my uh, sibling or uh, cling to the coattails of my coaches or my Sunday school teacher. For the longest time, I thought, you know, this doesn't uh, belong to me. This isn't something that I necessarily need to do, but, you know, as you grow in your faith, you start to understand, you start to realize, no, I don't care what age you are. If you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, if you are a follower and a learner of Jesus Christ, if you are a born-again believer, you have a responsibility to therefore go make disciples. Uh, And I thought about making disciples, you know, one of the ways we make disciples and we get them engaged in conversation is telling our story. And I thought about the importance of telling our story. And I hope one day, uh, you know, I can share my testimony. But I just kind of want to tell you my story um, over the past several months as to where I'm at now, kind of what's happened to me. And I need to take you back Um, earlier this year, whenever you're listening to this in 2023. My buddy David, uh, he asked me to, to play basketball on this church league thing and I agree to go play and uh you know I'm playing basketball and as we've talked about before on this podcast uh I end up tearing my ACL and meniscus and uh ultimately needing to have knee surgery um now you know that part but what you don't know is the things that were going on in the background behind all this uh you know as I was preparing uh as I do weekly to teach a lesson to teach the Sunday school class that I teach at my local church. As I was preparing, I was reading in John chapter 5, we've been talking about these face-to-face encounters with Jesus and how all these people had these different face-to-face encounters, right? You have the John 4, you have the woman at the well. John 8, you have the woman caught in adultery. Uh, I believe it's John 9, uh, you have the, the Jesus heals the blind man. Um, and so we're looking at all these face-to-face encounters, and I come to John chapter 5 where Jesus heals the lame man who's laying by the pool of Bethesda. And I start reading in verse 1 and verse 2, 
Now start reading this, and it says, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Uh, and he entered Jerusalem by the pool of Bethesda, uh, by the sheep gate. And I got fixated on that. I got so fixated on this. Uh, and I start researching, and I, and I ask myself the question, I said, Okay, why does John deem it necessary to tell me uh, that there is a feast, uh, that this, there is a paralyzed man? Why doesn't he tell me what the feast was? Why does he deem it necessary to tell me uh, that this is at the, happening at the Pool of Bethesda beside the Sheep Gate? Why is he telling me all of this? And I get fixated on those questions. And I start doing research. Um, and I start putting things together and I start reading the Bible in a different manner, you know, in more of this investigative uh, process to understand what all of this means and uh, what I can learn from this. And what I learned, what the Lord revealed to me, I, I, I talk about on the on the video, which I, I again, I'm going to link below. That's what I learned. And I hope you have time to sit down and follow along and watch that video because it's something that the Lord revealed to me. It's nothing new. It's nothing um, crazy out there or anything. I'm not saying that. You know me. I'm a, a hardcore Bible believer. And, um, but the Lord opened my eyes to look at it in a new light and to put this together. And I'm thankful that I've had the opportunity to do this level of research and this sort of investigative work to find this lesson, to find the significance of the story in John chapter 5. And so I'm putting all this together and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait to tell someone. I can't wait to tell the Sunday school class and to tell my friends and to tell David, uh, you know, about this. And I'm getting all this together and I'm telling my parents about it and I'm putting all this information together. And two nights later is when I tear my ACL. Now you got to think about what John 5 is about. You know, he's he's been this this man has been laying there invalid, paralyzed for 38 years. You want to talk about feeling hopeless? You want to talk about feeling depressed? You want to talk about giving up? I can't imagine how this gentleman felt. He had no one to help him. He had nothing going for him. Right? Now think about what happened to my knee. You know, I'm so excited to tell all these people about the Sheep Gate and the Pool of Bethesda. And what does the enemy try to do? Take me out. Tries to take me out in a way to discourage me. And I'm going to tell you what, uh, I got discouraged. I've been discouraged over the past several weeks, few months here dealing with this I felt hopeless I felt broken quite honestly what did I do to deserve this to be set out you know I've got a a three month old at the time I'm recording this I've got a three month old son at home The, the, the last thing I need is to be down and out and we've talked about the uh, other problems in the previous podcast that uh, we're, we're facing currently in, in, in our family and, and whatnot. The last thing I need is to be hopeless. The last thing I need 
is to, to lose faith and to feel broken. And so you think about all this that's happening in a, uh, I, I felt the need, I felt the urge to tell about the sheep gate and to give a message, to share a message. You know, I'm, I'm no preacher, I'm, 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 I'm no speaker, so to speak. I'm just uh, a down-home country boy who loves Jesus and wants to tell people about Jesus and wants to tell people how Jesus alone, Jesus alone can restore you. No matter where you're at in your life, no matter how broken you feel, no matter how hopeless you feel, there's a reason John chapter 5 is in the Bible. There's a reason John told us about the sheep gate. And what you'll learn about the sheep gate is that the sheep gate is a story of restoration. It's a story of hope. It's a story that when all seems lost, you can go to the house of mercy. You can go to the flowing and the living waters and you can be renewed. He'll lift you out of that pit of destruction and he'll place you, as it says in Psalm chapter 40, on the solid rock. And so I hope that you have time, you know, if you're listening to this, to uh, watch the video, open your Bible and follow along, because I want to share with you a story of restoration, a story of hope. When all seems broken, perhaps you have a broken down life right now. Perhaps you have a broken down marriage, a broken down relationship, a broken down You know, perhaps your finances are broken. Perhaps whatever it is in your life is broken. Jesus alone, the good shepherd, the lamb of God, can restore you. So again, I want to just encourage you to take a few minutes and to watch that video. I appreciate, as always, you tuning in to listen to Uh, our podcast.